police in the morning. Wood chipper massacre. It's the Brady Kids meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in this heartwarming, stomach-churning tale of a not-so-typical American family that unexpectedly finds itself caught up in a web of death, deceit, and dismemberment. And what better way for this trio of demented siblings to discard of fresh human remains than turn it into garden-variety mulch by way of the biggest wood chipper ever to chop and grind a grown man into ground meat? In this family, blood really is thicker than water. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, yeah, um, we're, we're back. Spring cleaning month. We were cleaning out our collection and uh, came across this uh, wonderful classic, Wood Chipper Massacre, um, which IMDb lists as 1988, but the DVD case lists as 1989, so I'm a little confused here. I'm going to go with 88. It was a better year. So... I mean, I guess let's let's just dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. How should we start? Let's start with the bottom first and uh, work our way up. All right. So for me, number three. Why does Denise constantly have to yell? She has this very shrill voice to begin with, and then she's always just like screaming every single line that she has. It's uh, rather annoying. Number two. Aunt Tess's death is actually really anticlimactic the struggle and accidentally stabbing was thoroughly unbelievable i mean come on she she was like wrestling a knife off of like a nine-year-old boy it was really predictable and of course number one for a movie being called wood chipper massacre it only has one actual death by wood chipper and only two bodies go through it all together and in my book i mean massacre is Definitely more than one murder. Yeah, they, they, they really downplayed the whole massacre thing. All right, number three. Like you said, for a movie called Woodchipper Massacre, there wasn't much massacring involving woodchippers. Though the second murder was definitely pretty awesome, and it kind of made up for the lack of massacring. At least it made it so it wasn't a complete failure. Number two, I agree that the... Um, the girl who played Denise was constantly yelling her lines. It's really annoying and just unnecessarily loud. However, I do have a theory for why that was, and that is my number one complaint, which is this movie had some of the worst sound quality of any film I've ever watched. There was an annoying buzzing sound in the background at all times. The characters were constantly yelling in order to be heard, and there are times where sounds would overlap and it would just sound like crap. Like, you couldn't hear what the characters were saying, and it was like it was they were competing over what was going to be heard, and it just ended up in a jumbled, incomprehensible noise. It was it was a disaster, and noise was. Oh, I, for, I forgot about that noise. Like, after, like, five minutes, I just kind of, like, filtered it out, like, internally. But it, I, I, do, I do realize it was, like, there the whole film. This, like, incessant buzzing. Yeah, it was, it was too much. It was... Not fun to listen to. Well, uh, yeah, let's get to the top then. You know, what was good about this film? And uh, for me, number three, although Aunt Tess was a huge bitch, at least she was honestly trying to teach Denise how to cook because Denise had absolutely no skills whatsoever when it came to, you know, cooking or cleaning or doing any kind of housely chores that everybody should be able to do. Number two. Denise has the bright idea to dispose of Aunt Tess's body by putting her through the wood chipper. 
what kind of movie would it be? You know, being called Woodchipper Massacre if nobody went through a woodchipper. Exactly. And number one, the kids actually do use the woodchipper to murder someone um, near the end of the film. And um, I'm glad that at least one person went through the woodchipper alive. Because otherwise, you know, it would have been very disappointing for a film named Woodchipper Massacre to not have someone actually be killed via a woodchipper. Indeed. So number three, the kids in this film were very casual about chopping up their aunt's dead body and putting their remains into a wood chipper. So you want about kids today being lazy, but these kids really knew how to, how to work hard and dispose of a dead body without whining the entire time. I was impressed. Number two, I mean, it's called Wood Chipper Massacre. I had very low expectations going into the film, and this movie managed to meet my very low expectations, so I really couldn't have asked for much more than that. And number one, there was, like you said, there was a character who was killed alive in a wood chipper, and well, he was also a douchebag, so he completely deserved it. But yeah, worked out. Person massacred wood chipper. Need I say any more? So. There you have it. But, you know, we didn't quite mention any of the dialogue. But let's just give you a sample of it with a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth, and you tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started off with, um, enough of this small talk bullshit. Next thing you know, mothers will will be strangling their babies, and kids will be mowing their classmates down on the playground. Don't you have the sense that God gave a goose? Forgive us our transgressions and save us from our vile thoughts that will damn us for all eternity. It was one of those unavoidable situations. I never liked him. There was always something funny going on behind his eyes. You're just saying that because you like him. It's a wonder you kids don't have hoof and mouth disease. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or want to tell us who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars, leave it in the comments below. I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 4 out of 10. I also gave it a 4 out of 10. I have to say, Woodchipper Massacre, you know, it's another one of those films with an awesome title, which seems to fall short of doing it justice. This film is about three siblings left with their aunt, who is a raving bitch, and whom they end up murdering. They then use the titular wood chipper to dispose of her body and go about their weekend unencumbered by a crusty old bench. So the acting is near horrendous. The special effects are non-existent. Yet somehow this film just feels so complete. It seems like a totally believable situation. And although some scenes feel like they go on forever, like dad pulling out of the garage, it all inexplicably goes together like peanut butter and cheese curls. It's a movie of an acquired taste, one that I've seemingly picked up somewhere in my life, and it's just so strangely enjoyable. For years now, I've held a theory that all you have to do to create a B-movie is take literally any noun and put the word massacre after it. Microwave massacre, tool shed massacre, McRib massacre, it, the list goes on. Woodchipper massacre... Proves, my, proves conclusively that my theory was correct. It's obvious watching Woodchipper Massacre that John McBride and everyone else working on the film 
really only had the title figured out and decided to just construct a story around this central idea. Not a bad way of going about things, but unfortunately the lack of ideas led to tons of scenes that were just kind of thrown into the film for the hell of it. The plot was completely irrelevant, so the only real point worth addressing is whether or not anyone was killed via massacre, via wood chipper. Thankfully, someone was in fact killed by getting pushed into a wood chipper. It wasn't exactly a massacre, or at least what I would have considered a massacre. However, I can at least say that the movie somewhat lived up to its title. And overall, that's what matters. The poor acting, the terrible sound quality, and everything else with this, wrong with this film aren't important. Because there was, in fact, a wood chipper, and at least one person was massacred. So there you have it. Uh, a 4 out of 10 from both of us. It, uh, it wasn't a bad movie. Again, there was just something about this movie that's it's just charming. Yeah, it's got this, like low-budget kind of charm to it. It was, It's fun. Kent Motion Pictures is pretty well known for that. But, you know, enough about this film. We know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion and tell you why these films are the same film, just of a different standard and caliber. I gave my A-movie companion to the 1991 film Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I picked Fargo from 1996. So I have to say, both Woodchipper Massacre and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead are movies featuring siblings who can obviously be taken care of by the eldest, but are forced to have an evil babysitter watch over them. In both films, the babysitter meets an untimely demise, whether they are, you know, stabbed to death or have a heart attack in their sleep. In both films, the children dispose of the body, either by putting it through a wood chipper or dropping it off at a local funeral home. In both films, the parent is able to come home early from their trip. And in both films, the children hide the fact that their babysitter is dead from their parent and get away with it. I picked Fargo because both movies take place in small towns surrounded on all ends by woods. Both movies revolve around a murder. Wood Chipper Massacre revolves around the murder of Aunt Tess, and Fargo largely focuses around police chief Marge Gunderson investigating a murder. Both movies have a lot of scenes where nothing really happens. In Fargo's case, this is done in order to emphasize the small town atmosphere and the idiosyncrasies of the people in the town, and Woodchipper Massacre just kind of did it to stretch out the runtime. And both movies have at least one dead body being disposed of in a woodchipper. So there you have it. If you want to watch an A-movie version of Woodchipper Massacre, check out Fargo, or Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I think it's time for us to... Drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. So there you have it. If you want to watch an A-movie version of Woodchipper Massacre, check. We'll give some drinking games to go along with this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Dad calls, take a drink. Number two, every time they lie about Aunt Tess, take a drink. Number three, whenever there's an extreme close-up of Cousin Kim, take a drink. Number four, anytime lawn care tools are used, Take a drink. Number five, of course, because it's spring cleaning month, anytime something on screen looks like it needs cleaned up, take a drink. Every time Aunt Tess talks about God or sinners and yells at the kids for some reason, take a drink. Every time Cousin Kim talks about needing money and criminal activity, take a drink. Every time somebody is driving a car, take a drink. And every time you hear this ridiculous background music, Take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. 
If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at, b- at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can, all, you can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. So we've come to the end of week three here on Spring Cleaning Month here in April. And um, let's rank our films. So far at number three, this was really tough. It was a close call, but I had to put video violence at number three. Although it was an entertaining movie, it lived up to its title. Um, it just was not as charming as the film put it number two, which was Wood Chipper Massacre, which just had this really B-movie charming quality to it with it just felt like there was more love put into making this movie for some reason um number one of course terror tunes everything in the film is just so over the top and uh, dr carnage and the monkey max assassin just i i i can't compare at this point all right, number three, I put Wood Chipper Massacre. I enjoyed this film. It was fun to watch, but I liked video violence a little bit more. I thought it was a little more creative, and I thought it was a bit more fun to watch. And number one is Terror Tunes, because Dr. Carnage won't leave me alone at night, and I know if I, if I rate it any lower, bad things will happen. Well, the good news here is we are almost done cleaning out this place, Paul. It looks like we only have one one movie left here in our collection. What is it? Uh, Let's see. We've got Feeders. Oh, no way. Isn't that a Polonia Brothers film? Hell yeah, it is. Oh, thank the Lord. Oh, this ought to be good. Oh, Polonia Brothers, straight from 1996, you bring us Feeders. I can't wait until next week. But... For you, friends, until next time, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over there. Get over there.